The Tom Sumner Program. Old fashioned radio for a new generation. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, Tom. You know that. Yay, Tom! I love it in Flint! You're very astute, Tom. Not an easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, that's a very good question. Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm all right, Tom. How are you? Hey, lucky day, Mr. Sumner. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? <laughs> Hi, this is actor, comedian Jonah Pody, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, what's his name? Oh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Our fellow Americans. Right now, the COVID-19 vaccines are available to millions of Americans. And soon, they will be available to everyone. The science is clear. These vaccines will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. They could save your life. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. That's the first step to ending the pandemic and moving our country forward. It's up to you. MTA Flint is nationally recognized for continually seeking to provide sustainable, reliable, and cost-efficient transportation for individuals throughout the region. Through work-related and non-emergency medical transportation and your ride services, MTA is moving people with future and alternative fuel technologies. More information about MTA Flint and specialized services is available at mtaflint.org. Hey, this is Gretchen Whitmer, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Hey, welcome back, everybody, as we roll into Hour 2 of our three-hour tour known as the Tom Sumner Program. My guest this hour is the founder of MVP3 Entertainment Group and also the author of a memoir called From Barefoot to Stilettos, Finding My Yes. Her name is uh, Marie Pisano. She joins me by phone. Hi, Marie. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Um, Marie, I've been getting press releases by, um, kind of frequently about some of the things you've been up to. You've got the book coming out. You are, you've launched the first phase of uh, a movie studio and mixed-use uh, entertainment complex in Memphis. And I want to talk about both of those things. But let's, let's start with the memoir first. The... The book is called From Barefoot to Stilettos, Finding My Yes. But on the path to finding your yes, Marie, did you go right from barefoot to, st- to stilettos? Or <laughs> were there some, were there some uh, transitional shoes along the path? <laughs> well, the reason for the title, you know, it is what I've been through. But also <clears throat> what... We all go through, you know, we all come in this world barefoot. We all stumble and fall. Um, we all have our journey, our path. But what we got to realize is no matter what comes at us in this lifetime, um, we all have the power to rise up. And what I say within my stilettos is just the meaning of power, um, empowerment, and to rise up in my stilettos. It's not easy. You know, um, you can stumble and fall in those stilettos, too. But at the end of the day, we can get back up and find our yes. 
Um, I, I'm curious about your thoughts uh, about how some women might react to the idea of stilettos as as being uh, uh, as having some power. Well, it's you know when we're little girls, you know you when you look back at all that with you know the Cinderella, the um, you know everything that you know, like even the quotes, you know. Um, it's just a thing of empowerment, and it could be taken many ways. It could be offensive to people, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, I am a woman. I've been there. I have done it. I've always died. I have struggled. Um, the whole Me Too, the sexual harassment to you name it, and I'm still rising in my stilettos. My mother... When she was um, younger, she was abused by what they called a family friend, sexually abused when she was little. Mm. And later in life, she started a chapter, Child Fine, for Missing and Abused Children. She quoted the Chicago Tribune as when they asked her, why did she start Child Fine? And especially in the time in the 80s where she was going up against Catholic churches, you know, for sexual abuse for children sure. and... She said, there's two roads you can take. You can play victim or do something about it. And her words were, I picked up my panties and I moved on. And I did something about it to help other people. To me, that was my mother rising tall in her stilettos, basically, to say, this is not going to define me. And my stilettos are still mine, and I'm going to rise up, and I'm going to go find that yes and help other people. So to me, from barefoot to stilettos, it's not an easy path. You know, women, you know, everybody. I mean, if you look at what's going on in the world today, we're all victims of victimization, you know, and we got to create that change. But the only way we're going to change that is if we rise up and realize that, that what happens to us doesn't define us. We can we can create that change. And to me, um, my path has also left me, let, led me to an organization called the Rotary Family Youth Initiative, um, not only rising up myself to speak upon my story and share my mother's story and all that, but also um, to bring awareness to many different things that happen to women and children and men. And... With Rotary Family Youth Initiative, there's something that they're really standing behind, which is called the Adverse Childhood Experiences, which is ACEs. When we all learn how to heal our ACEs, that's when we are set free to go find our yes in life. And it is, you know, something not just spiritual or anything. It's common sense. It's uh, it's an empowerment. It's, you know, like Rocky Balboa. It's no matter how many times you get hit, you you got to get back up. But you got to face, you know, that inner you know inner child. But if you you keep playing that or holding on to that victim, that victim mindset, you're never going to get up and go find your yes. So it's really the battle between inside and um, you know, like I said, from barefoot, it's not <laughs> not not easy. In some you know, respects, but we're all going to struggle. In some respects, Marie, it, it sounds like you didn't you you might not have really had a choice, but 
but to follow in your mother's uh, footprints. Were those pretty big stilettos to uh, fill? They are big stilettos to fill. My mother <laughs> is one heck of a survivor powerhouse, and she's done many things and helped many children and a survivor of brain cancer as well. But, you know, at the end of the day, we do all have a choice. You know, we don't have the choices what, you know, happens when we come into this life barefoot, but when we get that knowledge and we, you know, you know, it's really, you know, it's one of those battles, you know, do we have the choice or not? But you know what? We always have a choice. We have a choice. How do we react to it? How do we navigate through it? You know, like, you know, good versus evil, you know, just because something bad happened to us, we didn't have that choice, but, you know, we do have the choice how we're going to rise above it and choose, just like my mother said, <laughs> you take, you know, two roads you could take. You play victim or do something about it. Maria, and I'd rather make that choice to do something about it and find my yes Maria, and hope to encourage others. With all the things that you have going on professionally, um, how did you find time to write a memoir? And and. What did you feel you could and should share with people? You know, I just, you know how they say truth shall set you free. Well, you know, while journaling, basically, you know, that's part of healing. That's a healing process, you know, you, you, one of the methods. And I just decided to tell my story. And especially after I met a man named Morgan Freeman, and, you know, ironically, <laughs> it's just one of those times, what I call it the dark ages, when everything was coming down and uh, um, having to find my path and navigate, you know, living in Tennessee and what I was going to do with my life after divorce and all that. And, you know, here I have, I'm on the golf course with Morgan Freeman, and we're both telling our stories. You know, he was in an accident, actually. And um, which, you know, one of his arms um, was um, impaired. And here I, I had an accident when I was 18 years old um, with 280-something stitches and almost lost my leg. And here I am in Tennessee, you know, with all these things happening and how it led me here. And he said, Marie, everything happens for a reason. And I said, Morgan, I don't know what God or the universe was thinking. Um, and I saw, I just looked down, happened to see the T on my leg, you know, and the scar. And I said, what is this? <laughs> T for Tennessee, you know? And he goes, <laughs> no, Marie, that is T for tough. And the minute he nice. said those words, it was like a click. Like, okay, you know, somebody playing a trick on me, here comes more. I wouldn't listen to anybody, but here's you know, um, the movie, you know, Voice of God. <laughs> well, yeah, when Morgan <laughs> Freeman says something, yeah. you know, people Sometimes listen. you got to listen, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, we were just two kindred spirits, and just I didn't see him as Morgan Freeman. We were just, you know, talking about life. And, you know, I'm like, well, maybe he's right. Maybe there was a reason. But he said, Marie, you got to go tell your story. you got to keep going. You know, don't, you know, there's always a reason for something. And, you know, I took those words to heart, and next thing I know, um, you know, I was in the financial industry, you know, when I was younger, and I just took, you know, the, all the knowledge and the vision that I had and started, you know what, I am tough. 
what am I thinking? I, you know, my mother, you know, she, you know, am I going to play victim or do something about it? So I decided to keep moving forward. Um, not only tell my story as far as the healing process, but, you know, also it gave a, a writer, um, a young writer who was a student, a job. Um, she helped me, you know, put, put it together. Um, it then led me to opening up doors to help other, you know, people in the entertainment industry, with, whether it was music, writing, and all that. And I had this vision, being in Tennessee, um, what was happening around um, was that they were trying to pass, you know, tax incentives for films. But, you know, Nashville, here's Nashville in the music industry. They're all working together. They they figured out how to way to create a music business. Now, Hollywood might be blowing itself up right now, but <laughs> but basically they have come together and, you know, different production companies, all that, they figured out a way to... Um, create a movie business well in memphis we're basically just you know respectfully a scene because really back in the day there was stacks and elvis presley you know um isaac Hay, everything was going down here in good ways yeah. and the sun studios the, i've been there yes all of it but then the downfall of stacks and you know the music industry we keep getting passed up year after year because no one comes together to get this done, you know, like a business. Now, if we ran things like Nashville in the music industry and then um, Hollywood in the movie industry, but take old ways with new school ways and and create something that we can do. And in the Mid-South, there is so much talent that is untouched. We're sitting on a gold mine. So me coming from the financial world, everything, you know, passion for people and everything, I just decided to create a company um, that was built on not only truth and integrity because I've seen many wrong things, not only in the entertainment industry, but financial industry and many things that people do that lead them to paths of creating choices where they're in jail, tax fraud, whatever, you know, they're doing. And to me, you really can't beat the system. You know, God in the universe, um, no matter what you do, um, i rather rise up in my stilettos and do the right thing, you know, and whether it takes me the longer path, um, that's something I'm going to do, but I see a, a, a need for change in the entertainment industry. So I took all my passion and put them together, and it's about film, music, community, so whether it's a music project, a film project, or something, we're always giving back to empower. And, you know, it's just where I find time, I don't know. I think it's just that <laughs> whole, whole thing that, you know, I'm a mother, too, and I've had to go through my struggles, you know, with that and with society and being in the South, almost feeling like Kevin Bacon and Footloose. You know, nowhere to dance. You know, you're the right. outsider. You come in, you know what I mean? Or like Marissa Tomei. <laughs> Marie, I have to put a comma there because I have to take a short yeah. break. Can you stick around for a sure. few minutes so we can talk some more? Because sure. I, I want to get into uh, MVP3. I keep wanting to Thank say you. MP3. but <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, there's a reason for that, too. But well, yes. <laughs> we'll talk about that and more with Marie Pisano. 
right after this. Thank you. Everybody's doing a brand new dance now. Hi, this is Mark Farner, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. While we've been staying safe at home, scientists have been on a journey. The destination, a COVID-19 vaccine. This journey began decades ago with research into other coronaviruses. Scientists built from there with months of research and development, cooperation with other experts worldwide, and clinical trials on tens of thousands of volunteers of diverse race, age, and health status. They arrived at a safe, effective vaccine and hundreds of thousands in Michigan have already been vaccinated. But the next step is ours. We need to get the vaccine when we can. Keep wearing masks correctly and taking precautions until we reach our destination, freedom from COVID-19 and getting back to the lives we love. Discover the facts for yourself at michigan.gov slash COVID vaccine. A message from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. The Tom Sumner Program plays host to the best political roundtable on radio every Wednesday from 10 a.m. to noon. Armchair Politics features great commentary and analysis about the headlines from local, state, and national politics with an alumni of world-class pundits, plus quotes, tweets, and those weird and wacky stories we call the X-Files. If it's Wednesday, catch Armchair Politics on the Tom Sumner Program. East Village Magazine is the monthly neighborhood magazine read all over Flint. With support from grants, donations, and advertisers, East Village Magazine's talented local writers give you an in-depth look at local news, issues, and people that make Flint, Flint. Copies of East Village Magazine are available at many of your favorite shops and restaurants around Flint or online at eastvillagemagazine.org. East Village Magazine, community-focused and community-supported. Discoveries. They happen when we least expect them in places we thought we knew. And discoveries have a way of teaching us a little more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Flint and Genesee County, where up north meets down south. Home to Michigan's largest county park system and a vibrant culture. A place filled with discoveries we've yet to make. Throughout acres of beautiful lakes, wetlands, and woods, and in the diverse city beyond where the uplifting melodies of gospel choirs fill the air, where the work of renowned artists color the galleries and museums, where the fresh fruits and vegetables at the downtown farmer's market awaken our senses, and where the cultural center and planetarium broaden our view of the world. Let's spend a few days enjoying the wonders of Flint and Genesee County, where the joy of discovery is pure Michigan. Your trip begins at michigan.org. Technical assistance for the Tom Sumner Program is provided by Swiftlet Technology, engineering and IT services at swiftlet.technology. I know of a place where you never get harmed. 
a magical place with magical charms indoors 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 take it away hi this is deb cherry genesee county treasurer and you're listening to the tom sumner radio show Hey, welcome back, everybody. We continue our conversation with uh, film producer and author uh, Marie Pisano. And uh, Marie joins me by phone. Marie, welcome back. Thanks for sticking around. Sorry to make you sit through all that. It's okay. Thank you. Um, Marie, a couple times, uh, and I mentioned before the break that that we were going to talk about MVP3 Entertainment Group um, Mm -hmm. and, and the the entertainment complex uh, that's you're helping to develop in uh, in Memphis. You mentioned a couple times during the last segment that here I am in Tennessee, as if that wasn't the place you intended to be. How did you end up in Tennessee? And why do the project in Memphis and not New York or L.A. or Atlanta, Chicago? Well, it's like the, you know, in that scene with uh, Al. Pacino in, in uh, um, The Godfather. You, you, they, you try to get out, but they keep pulling you back in, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it's the love I have for, you know, Memphis. And because I, I've seen, I've learned, um, you know, coming from Chicago, I kind of get it. I grew up on food stamps and in and all um, black community, African-American community, and you know, coming to Memphis where Martin Luther King assassination, the, you know, Elvis, everything, you know, there was a lot, you know, there's a lot of things that still happen in Memphis, Tennessee, where the rest of the world has tried to move forward. But sometimes, you know, it's still relevant, you know, here as well. And I've just learned a lot. And, um, I just, you know, how I got here was, you know, my husband at the time got a offer to work um, in the financial industry here, <clears throat> and we came here and um, basically built our home, um, lived, you know, here for over 20-something years now, and I just, you know, raised kids, and this is where my home is, even though, you know, I have family and friends back home, but I've just seen such a, um, a need and a, you know, path to create a change. And, um, I, I don't know, it's just something that keeps pulling me back that, that, you know, (laughs) maybe this is my purpose. (laughs) And, and, and where was home again? Home was Chicago. Okay. Um, so home is still home, you know, Chicago, sweet home Chicago. But, you know, I've, I'm here now in Memphis and built, you know, my home here with my kids and um, my ex-husband. And, you know, we, I've been on all these boards that help women and children, and I just see a need. And not only that, um, business-wise, they're, you know, and especially where we're at now with media and everything, um, we have such an opportunity right now to redefine what this entertainment industry is, and I don't see things as competition. And if I, you got sticks, I got a match. Together, we're going to make a fire. And um, I don't like the word no, 
I don't like the word impossible. Uh, I think anything's possible if you make the right choices and, you know, what you can do with it. And like, you know, my mom, I keep going back to my mom. There's two roads you could take, play victim or do something about it. Well, let's do something about it and create something um, with truth and integrity, but a business. (laughs) Make that core business structure how to, you know, hurdle over what's going on in the music industry, film industry, and while giving back to communities. So that was my vision. Um, I went back to Richard Sander out of Chicago, who uh, is known as the father of futures in Time Magazine. Um, I worked for him. I took the knowledge of my financial background. um, I went to Columbia College in Chicago for a moment and took that knowledge and then just hands-on knowledge of fundraising for nonprofits and then discovering the, the Mulch Brothers in Nashville, which I started managing artists while trying to put together a, um, a uh, concert for St. Jude uh, called Rock for Hope here. And that just led me down to opening up more doors and seeing the vision of what can be constructed right here in Memphis, Tennessee, and be the core. What was missing was that core um, business structure to put all these elements together. And now all i got to do is sell it to everyone. you got sticks, i got a match. Together we make a fire. And when you don't want to, I will find those that will. And so that's why I went out and got my friends in this industry and... um, with faith, hope, lots of sweat, tears, <laughs> trials and tribulations, um, to build it right here because I know this can work. And um, bringing, you know, all of it together and with the right, you know, kind of business structure, this has a big potential to work right here in the Mid-South and we can build um, right here, right in the core of the Mid-South, and, you know, our own Nashville and Hollywood, but Marie, be I had, connected to them in many good ways. I, I had one of my favorite and most surreal moments in Memphis. I was, I was at Graceland and had my picture taken in front of a mural of Graceland mm-hmm. while looking at the actual Graceland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that. I'm it looking. is a fascinating place. I've been there many times now. If you, um, any visitors come, I sure. just send the car and let them go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, let's let's talk a little bit about MVP3 and this um, mixed-use entertainment complex that's planned for Memphis, Mm -hmm. Um, because you're talking about all kinds of um, media and and entertainment-related stuff. Um, Let's see, I'm looking at television network and movie theaters, recording studios, uh, a radio studio, um, Mm -hmm. and various production sound stages and so on. Um, And, and, well, and and the list goes on and on and on. I mean, a hotel, an indoor sports complex, family entertainment center, retail dining, and more. Mm -hmm. 
This mm-hmm. is a huge umber- undertaking, and, and the title of your book is From Barefoot to Stilettos, and we've been having a lot of fun with the term stilettos. Yeah. But, but part two of the title is Finding My Yes. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you, Finding My Yes? And, and, well, and how does that relate to taking on a big project like this in Memphis? Well, my yes is going to be different than your yes, right? And vice versa. Um, but my yes was... Yeah, my yes navigating. is always so, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but how I'm going to navigate or all of this... See, this is 20 years in the making. So this is not just something overnight. This is learned um, experience. It's putting things and projects together and... Um, just hands-on as well, but see, there's one thing about me, and I think it comes from my grandfather, um, from him, you know, serving my whole family's military, um, you know, just the, the survivors, to, you know, you don't tell, you know, us no. <laughs> We're going to find a way and find a way to find that yes, and to me, with this entertainment industry, every time I represented an artist, you know, you always get the no's, you know, you got your next idea, no, you know, you got, um, you want to get your artists on the radio, well, no, you got to do it this way, no, you know, it's all these no's, 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 and I'm like, well, you know what, I'm going to find my yes, and I'm not going to let no stop me, because here's what I see, we got all these movies and everything and everyone taking, you know, the, why, why can't indie filmmakers make it? Why can't, you know, it's, you've got to have the business aspect and the creative aspect working together, right? Yeah, Lily Tomlin well, said there's a reason they call it show business. Exactly, you know, and so, but in my vision was like, you know what? I'm not going to take the no, and I'm going to figure out a way, but this is a big monster, like a big elephant, in other words, that you got to, so to speak, bite at one time. But (laughs) my theory, you got sticks, I got a match, together we're going to make a fire. I went to Fred Smith Sr., you know, the founder of um, FedEx. Well, I even told him, I'm going to be the entertainment, the FedEx of the entertainment industry, but I don't see anybody as competition. Again, radio, you can't, you tell me I can't put somebody on the radio. Why? Because I don't own that station. I, I got to follow what rules. You know, what, why can't I get a new artist on the radio? Who says? So I partnered with a radio station, and I'm going to produce my own music with my own record label and publishing company. That song is going to get on that darn radio, and that song I'm going to place into one of the movies. So that artist then has an opportunity to get that song out there. The movies I produce are writers of true stories or up-and-coming artists or anything like that. Who tells us that we can't? No, no, we're going to find our way. So I just decided, you know what? I'm going to start my own film production company. I'm going to start my own radio shows. I'm going to start my own music and publishing company. Why not? And I'm going to do it by working with people that have the sticks. I got the fire. We're going to figure it out and learn how to make money together. 
instead of competition, we work together and we create revenue streams, but we do it on truth and integrity, and we do it working together to build an entertainment powerhouse. Now, the um, the first phase was being launched this month. What is the first phase, and, and how does this all roll out in, in your vision? Well, we took over an 80,000-square-foot building, which was 20 auditor- theater auditoriums, Malco Theaters. And on it uh, was a whole parking lot, so it sat on 19 acres. Um, there's a lot of land around it, and that Malco Theaters did really well. Um, during the pandemic, it you know was one of the theaters that shut down, and it was sitting there for nine months, and they decided to go ahead and sell that one. They have, I think, over 30, 40 different Malcos across the Mid-South. Well, I know the owners, um, and I have a hotel partner that I had an idea. I was going to go to Atlanta, work with Azia Rue, who is the former president of Tyler Perry Studios, and I shared my vision, my story with him. And unfortunately, a lot of things got shut down, and I, I'm one that doesn't just drop, you know, I don't drop the ball, I keep going. And there was this building, and I went back to my, one of my business partners, Keith Warsham, a Warsham Hotel Group, and I said, listen, what if we took this building, repurposed it, I want a hotel next to it, we could build our own Hollywood, Universal Studios, Stax, Time Warner, all in one. And I went out to go find those that, you know, can help find that yes and come together that was looking for an opportunity. Um, And so we started this, got the building first. Um, The first part of it is we knocked out, we're going to knock out the arcade, create a restaurant. We have the lobby area so we could host events and restaurant dining. Um, six of the theaters that are on the right side are all movie theaters still, but I'm creating three of them into where you could have speaking events, concerts, and all that. So we're doing a multi-purpose, you know, restructuring it, taking one of the larger theaters, creating that into my television network where we could have live audience, um, music publishing, uh, record studios, um, office space rental, repurposing all those other theaters, 12 other theaters into hair and makeup, wardrobe, different, um, gut out the, you know, theaters are already proof for sound and have those as sound stages. And then since I'm sitting on 20 acres, I'm going to take half the parking lot, build bigger sound stages, outdoor movie sets. And then we acquired another seven acres and looking to take an additional 40 and that's where we're going to put the hotel indoor theme park sports complex not doing this by myself these are individuals who are behind hotel that have 30 hotels you know that they've done across the country um you know my business partner darnell stitz at wick technologies well he's moving his headquarters there um, not only that, his love for the neighborhood he grew up in, um, wanting to put a sports complex there where, you know, again, everything entertainment right there we could build right here in Tennessee. It's all about coming together and making it happen. Well, Marie, let me just plant this little seed with you. When it comes to um, airplay for new music and interviews with new artists, 
please keep me in mind. I would be happy to um, definitely participate in that. And and yes. and I do that with a lot of people from the area where I'm based, because like you have said about uh, uh, the mid south and and through the south. I always say there's a talent pool in and around Flint that's as good as any you're going to find yeah. anywhere in the world. And those pockets yeah. exist everywhere. So I'm I'm always happy to introduce people to new music, new projects, and I, I would be honored if you would. Uh, and we would be happy to help promote you as well. I call, you know, even though I have a radio, you know, partnered with a radio station, um, but here's the beauty. <laughs> If you own something, whatever, and you could partner with people, why not promote each other? Because exactly. at the end of the day, you all win. Exactly, and and, and that's uh, and anyway, I just just wanted to to plant yes. that that seed you. with you. Um, so this is something that has already begun. Have you been able to book any events yet, or or yeah, yeah. Yeah, we um, when we did our soft opening, we had um, a couple of concerts. We had um, someone book and had, you know, 120 people come to a documentary. We have a theater that hosts like 400 and something seats. So even during the, you know, um, mandate or whatever, there's still spacing. There's still, you, were, you know. You were capacity. able to social distance and still oh, host yeah. a live mm-hmm. audience. Yeah, it's a pretty big building. So, you know, and then, um, you know, I'm really on the whole mind, body, and soul thing and making sure, you know, um, health, is, you know, health is a big aspect for me. And with Atwick Technologies, they also have a technology that has a system that cleans the air. So in our theaters, we will have that. We will have a lot of things, you know, that um, you really haven't seen before but you know again not only we're not reinventing the wheel we're making it bigger and we're making it bigger by coming together and hurtling over those things and with the partnership of Melco Theaters even though it's my brand they are um, partnered in a way where they're going to help operate you know and um, that side of it so I'm still going to show movies I think movies are very much, um, I know people are into streaming and all that, and, you know, the way media right now is not in a lot of people's uh, um, favorite category anymore, should I say. And what I'm going to do is create my own television network um, with news anchors, with their, you know, I don't want censorship. I want people to tell the stories. I want people to have content where we have food television, music television, you know, of the people, basically. So these are whole things that have started now. Um, We have music that is being recorded right now, a song called Hurricane. Um, Jeremiah Tucker, it's already out there, but it's being re-recorded by one of um, who we all know, um, you know, um, in a band, and we're going to put that, you know, out there through NASCAR, and there's a lot of partnerships that we have built. So while even though if we're shut down, you know, um, 
there is ways and technology and everything that we could still keep this thing going and put content out there and music. Marie, do you have a, a name for the complex, or is it going to be a, a, a conglomeration of, of pieces, parts? Well, it's called MVP3 Studios and Partners LLC, but my core part, my job, is the CEO of MVP3 Studios. I'm going to run the music, the content, the film and television, and then also we have community programs where, like I said, some of the auditoriums we you know put up for stages where you could come have speaking events, TED Talks, and um, we're, sure. we designed a community program um, to have the public come for free ACES training, you know, for adverse childhood experiences. So um, we, with the hotel, um, we're partnered, you know, and MVP3 Studios and Partners, that's a, one of our partners, and we're going to help them put that hotel and acquire land and... Um, we're all working together to make this, you know, happen. So everybody, like Atwick, you know, Technologies, Darnell Stitz runs his own. Um, the hotel group runs his home, but we're all together, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. I, I, and I was just trying mm -hmm. to, to see if there's there's an umbrella name for, for the location. Every time I look at MVP3 Entertainment Group, I told you this earlier, I, I I read it. I see what it says, but I start to say MP3. Where yes. did, where did the MVP3 name come from? <laughs> well, MVP is my initials, Marie Valentina Pisano. Oh, and, like, like most yes, valuable player. Most, but yes, but you could most valuable production. Um, it is MP3, a play on words for music. Sure. Um, the three, the three comes from it's me and my two kids. It is film music community, and I'm not one that is goes out there and throws the Bible or anything. But I do believe in a higher power, and I do believe there is a greater universe, a greater power, and it is about truth and integrity, and it's about. The Holy Trinity to me, you know, it's it's the three, and I walk on faith, and I walk on truth and integrity. So that three means a lot. <clears throat> um, the pyramid you see in my logo is not the pyramid in Memphis, but it's <laughs> the pyramids that are still standing in Egypt. If you think about it, they created this, and it's still standing. So when I went to John Delaplane, who created the logo for Xbox many different things I told him. I put all my love in this, you know, in the, this in the name and not only my initials, but I said I want to stand I want like a legacy and um, the pyramid in all different colors for all different multi-diverse everything. So that's what MVP3 is. Well, Maria, I'm looking forward to keeping track of the progress and, and hopefully visiting the complex one day. And, Thank you, um, yes. Marie, the, uh, we're, we've got about a minute left, but I always give guests uh -huh. an opportunity to let listeners know where they can find out more about what we've been talking about. Marie, do you have a website? Yes, I do. Um, I encourage everyone to come to, um, if you want to hear about my story and my journey, from barefoottostilettos.com. Again, from barefoot to stilettos.com 
can find my book and all that fun stuff there, but also mvp3studios.com. That's where we're, you know, um, we welcome everybody. We're going to have memberships. Uh, you know, we're to not only local here in Memphis, but we want everybody from around the world to know what we're doing here. Um, we're connecting to the world in many different ways, and um, come to the movies, come to dining, you know, a tourist attraction is what we're going to create it into, and um, hopefully people will see there is, well, not only do we have Elvis, but we have more. We've got to end Hello it there. there. But thanks, Stop Marie, and there. keep and finding your yes. Thank you. Thank you. I always stop by the Tom Sumner program. Don't forget, stay dangerous. Darkwing Duck out. While we've been staying safe at home, scientists have been on a journey. The destination, a COVID-19 vaccine. This journey began decades ago with research into other coronaviruses. Scientists built from there with months of research and development, cooperation with other experts worldwide, and clinical trials on tens of thousands of volunteers of diverse race, age, and health status. They arrived at a safe, effective vaccine and hundreds of thousands in Michigan have already been vaccinated. But the next step is ours. We need to get the vaccine when we can, keep wearing masks correctly, and taking precautions until we reach our destination, freedom from COVID-19, and getting back to the lives we love. Discover the facts for yourself at michigan.gov slash COVID vaccine. A message from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. The Tom Sumner Program has hosted live candidate forums for local, state, and national offices at bars, restaurants, coffee shops, and colleges. Armchair Politics has gone to Lansing, Frankenmuth, Birch Run, and Hell. Hell, Michigan, that is. We've done shows all the way to the Mighty Mac and back to the bricks. We've done remotes from a baseball stadium in Lansing, a grocery store opening in Flint, and from a moving train. We'd like you to tell us where to go next. You can write to us at TomSumnerProgram.com, call us at 810-339-8255, or contact us on Facebook. This is your chance to tell the Tom Sumner Program where to go. Objection. I object. I object to that, Your Honor. Oh, hi, Mom. What's up? Dana, what are you doing? Oh, you know, just um, Attorney General stuff. Listen, I have a legal question. What is it, Mom? I just got a call from the water company. Apparently, your father has not been paying the bill. I guess they're going to turn the water off because we owe more than $1,000 now. Can you believe it? Actually, I can't. So listen, we just have to send them $200 in Edible Arrangements gift cards and that will keep the water on. Now, here's the legal question. What is the website for Edible Arrangements? Mom, it's an imposter scam. Imposter scam. Is that .com or .edu? No, the call was a scam. 
Scammers will pretend to be a government agency or a utility company or someone else you might do business with. A big red flag is if they tell you that you can pay them using gift cards. So when in doubt, ask for the information to be sent to you in writing. And never give a caller or someone you don't know your personal information or your money. If you do suspect an imposter scam, report it to my office at mi.gov slash agcomplaints. Okay, all right. And Dina, where do I file a complaint that my daughter hasn't visited in over a month? Does your office have a website for that? Okay, Mom, I'm hanging up now. I'm Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel. Visit mi.gov slash agcomplaints for your connection to consumer protection. This is U.S. Senator Gary Peters, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. Ladies and gentlemen, we are indeed honored to have with us tonight one of Hollywood's foremost columnists, Mr. Hollywood himself, Jose Jimenez. Thank you. Thank you and greetings to you from Hollywood. Here are some of my exclusives. Hollywood restaurateur, Prince Seymour Napkin, has just opened up a posh new eatery right next to his restaurant. <laughs> Jack Tinsel and Harry Facade have joined forces and have formed a new production company called Jack and Harry Productions. <laughs> and it's right next to their restaurant. <laughs> There's always hope department. Young actor Skippy Wilson, who started out 12 years ago as an usher at the Pantages Theater, just got his old job back. How about that, sir? <laughs> yeah. But only part-time. <laughs> Greer Dempsey's divorce suit is finally settled, and she tells me she's delighted to learn that she gets custody of the money. <laughs> but he gets visiting privileges. <laughs> Hollywood's newest twosome are Frank Newsom and Helen Dusom. <laughs> Here is a real exclusive. Rod LaRue has been asked to come out of retirement and go back to work in pictures by his wife, <laughs> who says they're broke and he wants to go out and... <laughs> Chester Moses has been signed to appear in a starring role in the new biblical film, The Charlton Heston Story. <laughs> Here's a note to MGM. Thanks, MGM, for your generous contribution to the home for aged actors. You gave us what we needed most. 1,876 aged actors. <laughs> Since the sudden elopement of aging director Boris Klein and the young starlet Lydia Stilwell, People up and down Sunset Boulevard are asking the same question. Who cares? <laughs> now, I know some of you people out there would be just 
thrilled to learn the inside of what's happening around Jollywood. So if you have any questions, yes. Can I get into the newspaper business? Do you own a bicycle, sir? <laughs> yes. I've heard that a lot of Hollywood stars are afraid of you. <laughs> you tell whoever told you that that I will break them. Is it true that Hollywood columnists are freeloaders? <laughs> Why don't you have me out for lunch later? <laughs> and we'll... Yes, young lady. Jose, what do you think the next big Hollywood divorce will be? Have you been home recently, dear? <laughs> Came here right from work, didn't you? <laughs> well, surprise. Yes, any other questions? Is it, is it true that most Hollywood stars pay as much as $25 for a haircut? I'll tell you that later, Mr. Brenner. <laughs> Jose, as a, as a Latin, what do you think of canting class? I do it. <laughs> secret way of getting them. I read Luella Parsons. <laughs> this was another comedy spotlight on the Tom Sumner program.
words that you say, well, it's got to be you and you, you, talking about you. Nobody, 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 nobody but you will, will. Hi, I'm Alexander Zanjic. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Tom Sumner. <laughs> 